welcome back to Endopod. If you're new here, hi, this is Hepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. Welcome to Endopod's revision series. Each episode will cover revision material for those preparing for exams or even just for those who are interested in learning the basics of endocrinology. Today we'll be looking at goiter. During this episode, we will cover the definition of goiter, its pathophysiology and causes. Then we will discuss the types of goiter, followed by its clinical presentation and investigations. To finish off, we will look at the treatment of goiter. Goiter is a term used for the enlargement of the thyroid gland. Both hypo and hyperthyroidism can be accompanied by goiter. Goiter formation may be a result of increased trophic action of TSH on thyroid follicular cells. This occurs in hypothyroidism, or overactivity as a result of autoimmune disease, such as Graves' disease. Both of those can cause a hypertrophy or overgrowth of the thyroid gland. Let's have a look at the causes of goiter. The physiological causes of goiter include puberty and pregnancy. Goiter can occur as a result of autoimmune conditions such as Graves' disease and Hashimoto's disease. Acute or decurvins and chronic thyroiditis, which is redos, can also be causes of goiter. Other causes of goiter include iodine deficiency, dyshormonogenesis, which is a genetic defect which affects thyroid hormone synthesis, and goitrogens such as smoking. The different types of goiter are multinodular goiter, diffuse goiter consisting of colloid and simple, cysts, tumours such as adenoma, carcinoma and lymphoma. Lastly, there is a miscellaneous type of goiter which can occur in conditions such as sarcoidosis and tuberculosis. Goiter most commonly presents as a mass in the anterior neck. As the thyroid gland is enlarged, it can put pressure on the surrounding structures such as the trachea and esophagus. This may clinically present as discomfort, dyspnea, dysphagia, cough or hoarseness. The goiter could cause pain and tenderness due to hemorrhage, inflammation or presence of malignancy. Symptoms of other conditions such as hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism may also be present. When investigating for goiter, imaging such as a thyroid ultrasound is usually recommended. An ultrasound could help determine if a biopsy with a fine needle aspiration is required. A radionuclide thyroid scan is indicated in patients whose TSH levels are below normal. This technique is used to assess thyroid function. Other imaging such as CT may be considered in patients with compression symptoms or tracheal compression. Laboratory tests for goiter include checking serum TSH levels and free T3 and T4 levels. Also, it is recommended to check for antibodies against thyroperoxidase, or anti-TPO, and thyroglobulin, or anti-TG. Now let's discuss the treatment options for goiter. If the patient is asymptomatic and their thyroid function is normal, then observation is recommended. To manage the goiter, you may have to treat the underlying pathology, such as hypothyroidism, in which case you need thyroid hormone replacement in the form of levothyroxine, and in cases of hyperthyroidism, you may choose to give carbamazole or propylthiouracil. 
Radioiodine is also considered as a treatment option for patients with goiter as a result of Graves' disease. However, it carries a risk of hypothyroidism occurring. Surgery is indicated in patients experiencing compression symptoms or if they're not responding to medical treatment. This concludes today's episode on goiter. We covered all aspects of goiter, including its definition, how it develops, its causes and different types of goiter. Additionally, we discussed how it may clinically present and also what investigations to confirm its diagnosis. Lastly, we talked about the treatment options for goiter, which included medical therapy, radioiodine and surgery. Thank you for listening in this episode. Please like and share the podcast with all your friends and colleagues. And of course, I always welcome any feedback. Before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Tejasvi Sharma, one of our charity coordinators, who was involved in the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier, signing off. Thank you.